Hey friends, I'm Jennifer, and you're listening to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast, a podcast for beauty industry providers and business owners that are wanting to level up their game to create a profitable career. If you're feeling stuck and you want more out of this industry, then join me as I share with you my strategies, lessons I've learned along the way, and how I overcame fear by shifting my mindset to build a healthy business. I built a solid book behind the chair, launched a bridal company, became a salon suite owner to most recently opening up a salon. As creative entrepreneurs, we need an education that empowers us and makes an impact on helping us raise our standards. My mission is to teach you how you can reach your goals quickly, build your books and your business faster, and master the framework for creating a successful and rewarding career. Thank you for joining me. Let's do this. Welcome to your Game Changer Podcast. Welcome back to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Alvarez. Today, I want to talk about the five rules of self-leadership. If you want to succeed, we need to devote time and energy to self-leadership. We need to take a deep look at who we are and where our strengths are and what areas of opportunity could be getting in our way. Whether we are building a business, or maybe you're leading a team, we must lead ourselves first to success. How do you intentionally impact yourself, including how do you think, how do you behave, and how do you achieve your goals and ambitions? So today I want to unpack the five rules of self-leadership. The first one is mindset. You know, lessons in life will repeat until they are learned. And I laugh at this one because the other day I was writing out what I wanted to speak about in this podcast and I wrote it in Word. And the next thing I noticed is that my Word document is no longer to be found. It was deleted or somewhere, (laughs) but I could not find it. And I thought, you know what? I feel like this has happened to me in the past. And Yes, the lesson repeated itself, right? It's inevitable that challenges will arise and not every day is going to go according to your plan. But we must be in a constant state of learning, implementing, and preparing for the good times and the difficult times. So whether it's a challenging client, an upset staff member, or trying to navigate your finances, If there's something that you can do to prevent a repeat of a challenge or a painful experience, learn from it and make the appropriate adjustments and keep moving forward. That being said, I am using Google Docs from here on out for the rest of my life. So forget you word. (laughs) So there was a story that I recently heard from a motivational speaker and author and I wanted to share it with you because I felt like it was really relatable to how we may view things in our life. So this is um, an analogy by Rory Vaden which um, is has an amazing book out called uh, Take the Stairs. But anyways he shares this analysis about cows versus buffalo and in the area that he's from in this particular region the buffaloes and the cows are in close proximity. And what's interesting is when a storm comes through from the west out to the east, 
what cows do is really something that we often have a tendency to do. So they see that the storm is coming and they run in the opposite direction. But the problem is, is that cows are not very fast. So when this storm catches up to them, the, the cows are trying to outrun the storm, but instead of outrunning it, they're running right with the storm. And so it is causing them so much more pain and time and frustration with the experience from that storm, which is so dumb. But so often we do the same thing, right? Like how many of us have seen or had issues in our life and instead of facing them, we just try to run away from them and they end up just being more painful, right? Like, have you ever had a situation where you're like, God, I just wish I would have spoken up and said something to that teammate or that client or that staff member. And instead you just let it fester inside and just eat you up inside and just consume you, right? So on the other end, um, the buffalo in the same area, the same storm that the cows are facing, what they do is is that instead of running away from the the storm they actually run directly into it which minimizes the amount of pain time and frustration from the same storm so it's interesting that the buffalo uh decide to, to take on the storm head on versus the cows that are trying to run away from it so you know the moral of the story is, is do we want to be more like the cow or do we want to be like the buffalo? And so when problems do arise in your life, it's much easier to face them head on and be done with them than to let it consume you and really become more painful. So I thought that was interesting and I wanted to share that with you all. The next rule of self-leadership is to take action. Now, I am a student for life, but I truly believe that we need to be learning 20% of the time and taking action 80% of the time. I find that so many of us are so consumed with education and we want to learn and we feel sometimes that we do not have enough information. We're not equipped enough. And therefore, we keep learning and learning and learning and we're never taking the appropriate action. We're, we're just theorizing about something all day long and it's, you know, until we actually get our hands dirty in it, do we truly actually learn? So just because you are doing a lot more doesn't mean that you're getting a lot done. So don't confuse movement with progress. Now we all want to be that booked and busy stylist or salon, but what good is it if we can't retain clients or staff? We need to lift up our head, track the numbers that really move the needle in our business, and take a temperature on the satisfaction of our team, satisfaction of the clients, satisfaction of your staff. Just because you think it's going well doesn't mean that it actually is. We need to operate our business from a place of facts, not feeling. Your morning routine And I've been trying to get better at this myself. So trust me, as I am saying these rules of self-leadership, know that I'm learning right alongside with you. Your morning routine. Do the hard things first. There is no elevator to success. You must take the stairs. 
These are the things that develop strength and character. And by doing this, it's going to help you overcome procrastination. I don't know about you, but I definitely find myself when there is something difficult to be done, I will procrastinate to the point where I'm like, you know what? I would rather clean out underneath my bathroom sink than to do X, Y, and Z, right? Can you relate to that? By doing the hard things first, you're, you're going to beat analysis paralysis. You're going to boost your productivity and it's going to help you implement a system to enhance your self-discipline. It's difficult to do things, um, to do the hard things, right? It's difficult to eat well. It's difficult to exercise. It's difficult to make these good habits in your life, right? It's so much easier to say, I'm going to be a couch potato or, you know what, I'm just going to push that issue off to the side because it's too difficult, right? Whether it's you carving out time professional development or working out or even on like self-care, whatever you know you need to get done, but you never make the time to get it done, just do a little bit of it. First thing in the morning, every single day, develop a new habit. Taking action is also practicing, training, and preparing yourself so that you are ready for situations. Whether it's that corrective color, I feel like everyone's coming in for corrective colors, right? And they want this big hair color transformation for fall. Maybe it's a new hair extension client, right? Maybe you learned a new method. Have you taken what you've learned in that class and actually practiced on a mannequin or grabbed one of your besties and practiced on them? Maybe you're learning lash extensions or a new technique. You need to practice. You need to read. You need to prepare yourself. Maybe you're in a position now where you're ready to hire a new assistant, right? Read about hiring an assistant. Make that preparation of a checklist of like, what do you need from the assistant? How are you going to be able to afford that assistant? Make time to prepare yourself for what is yet to come. And I say this with encouragement to also be grateful and present with what you currently have. So too often we're focused on what we want and we forget about all the great things that are right in front of us that we already have. You know, many stylists and salons, they say, I need more clients. But the reality is, is that we actually do have all the clients we need, but we're not adjusting our business to retain them. So we have all these leaks in our business of new clients coming in and they're just not returning. Or maybe those once loyal clients, we're not doing anything to wow them anymore. They're getting bored. Maybe they are not receiving the consultation or the service that they once did in the first few visits. And now they want to go somewhere else because they're looking for that nurturing wow factor to spend their hard earned money on with you. You're just not giving it to them. And if we continue to do what we did before, then we're going to plateau, right? How many of you have a fear of plateauing? And that I'm not growing, I'm not dying, I'm just kind of at a standstill. I I feel stuck. I feel complacent, right? What small shifts can we make today to practice, train, and prepare for the future while staying in a state of gratitude? Now, that's probably a difficult one to swallow, but it's all about being intentional with it. Rule number three, motivation. I believe it is difficult to stay motivated. 
especially when things are difficult or challenging in our life. But, you know, Simon Sinek will say, you have to go back to the why. And I believe it's about asking the question why, but also what, what are we doing? So why do you work? And what are your priorities? You know, no one wants to do the hard stuff. No one wants to actually work. It's work isn't necessarily fun. It's not always going to be fun. It's a part of the job description though, right? You need your towels and your laundry folded. The bathroom needs to be clean. The bills have to be paid. You have to cater to your client's needs. Those are always going to be the luxury part of this business, of this industry. It just needs to get done, right? It's a job task. The fun part is probably when you have provided that amazing service for that client and the client is like, oh, I look amazing. And then they pay you. That part is glamorous. But the other portion of your career, it's all encompassed together. And not all of it is going to be fun. And it is going to be hard work. Remember your goals of what you are working towards while maintaining balance to keep you motivated and your emotions in check. So why are you working? Are you trying to provide a better life for your family? Are you trying to create a career that allows you to have more time for yourself or for your family, maybe for friends? Maybe you're trying to work hard so you have money so that you can use the money so you can travel. Or maybe you need to make the money so you can get out of debt and start living more financially free. Remembering those goals of why you were putting the blood, sweat, and tear into your business. And you want to make sure that you are making sure that you're keeping balance in your life. When you're at work, work. When you're at home, be home. I know for myself, I feel totally out of whack and out of balance when I'm only on work mode. I feel like I have forgotten about myself. I forget to eat. I forget to eat healthy. I forget to sleep. Not that I forget to sleep, but I'm constantly up in the middle of the night worrying. It doesn't serve me. It burns me out. And I'm sure some of you can relate as well. And so it's important that we are carving out time to create that balance in life. And so that you're equipped to give 100% into your work, developing yourself, developing your career, but you're also personally developing yourself and nurturing yourself as well, right? It's the stupid airport saying, right? You've got to put your mask on first before you can put the mask on others. Remember, you are exactly where you need to be. The grass is not greener on the other side. Yes, it's green where you water it, but... You know, give yourself time that's necessary so that you can be prepared and ready for more responsibility. Give 100% right where you are first. And if you still feel unfilled, if you still feel unhappy, then go create a new opportunity for you. Everyone is hiring, right? And then if, if you're not looking to join somebody, create your own opportunity, But the grass isn't greener on the other side. It is hard no matter where you are at, right? It's about making sure that you're putting in the right preparation and really focusing on what your priorities are. Rule number four, 
Expectation. Diamonds are formed under pressure, but never forget they are not formed under night. Use this pressure in your life to help you produce. As you are rising up to that next level of your career, maybe you're doing a price increase, maybe you're starting to specialize in something, the more responsibility, the more specialty that you have, maybe the bigger that your team is, maybe the bigger that you're growing, the more pressure that is at stake. If you're working towards a bigger dream and a bigger vision, the pressure will be more challenging. There will be bigger obstacles, probably that you've never thought you would ever encounter, and it is there to distract you. It's there to try to take your focus away from what matters. These are the situations that are preparing you for the next level. When these expectations hit you, remember, I need to get better before I can get bigger. Be resilient. Don't let the things that you can't control get the best of you. And I say that knowing that I, uh, if anybody knows uh, knows me, knows that I am a little bit short-tempered. <laughs> and there are little things that really shake me. And, you know, it's silly. I laugh about it after the fact, but it's like, uh, it just really can be a time sucker and really distracts me from what matters most. And I let those little stupid things consume me. And it's like, why? What good did it serve me besides just really make me shoot fire out of my face? (laughs) And so you have to continue to be in this state of knowing that you're going to be better next time. And rule number five, discovery. When we truly know and accept ourselves, we're able to make better decisions for ourselves, pursue careers, relationships, goals that are aligned with our true values and desires. It's this self-discovery of leadership. It's making for more purposeful, content, and happy life. I don't know about you, but I want to build a happy life for myself. We have to take personal responsibility you know, if you're working for somebody, you still have that personal responsibility to do what you need to do to get that person back in the door and rebooking them, having them purchase products, wowing them, asking for referrals, asking them for a, re- a review. It's up to you to make sure that that's happening. Now, as a leader, I always train and coach my team of, of how they can make that happen for themselves, but you got to do the work. Self-awareness is about knowing others, knowing yourself. That's It's true wisdom, right? Knowing others is intelligence. Knowing yourself is true wisdom. Mastering others is strength and mastering yourself is true power. You have everything you need and you are exactly where you need to be right now. And the only one that's standing in your way is you. And it's typically your mind, right? We need to develop courage, discipline, and consistency. You know, I believe at the end of the day, it's not about what you have or even what you have accomplished. It's about what you've done with those accomplishments. It's about who you've lifted up, 
who you've made better, and it's about what you've given back. These are the five rules of self-leadership. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode and have been able to receive a message that will help you grow and build your business. My goal is to help you transform your business and self to create a career that supports the life you want to live. So if you like this episode, I would love for you to leave this podcast a review, share it on Instagram with your beauty besties. I am so honored to be a part of your beauty business, and I hope that this has been your dose of a game changer. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. If you are loving these episodes, I would appreciate a review on your experience of how this podcast is helping you grow your business so that others just like yourself can learn, grow, and be a part of the podcast. I'd love to get connected with my listeners, so make sure to join me in the free Facebook group where you'll find a community of like-minded beauty professionals that want to grow their business and careers. I'll share with you my top tips, Q&As, and when new podcasts are released. Thank you again for your love and support. It's an honor to be a part of your business building journey.